Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Yesterday, I began a brand new series talking about lessons from Elijah, and I spent a lot of yesterday's program kind of introducing how important it is to learn through other people's mistakes, to be inspired to do the good, but also to learn by their mistakes. And this is exactly what 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 6 through 11 says, that all of these things that are written in Scripture about people and how God dealt with them were written so that we could learn through them. You do not have to learn everything through the school of hard knocks. You can learn at other people's expense. And this is what I've done. And I tell you, this to me is one of the most important features of God's Word is just the, re the record that it gives of people, how God dealt with them. And you know, the Lord is no respecter of persons. The things that He's done with others, He will do with me. The good things, the ways that He's flowed and miracles have happened for other people, it will happen for me. And also the things that they did that stopped the flow of God and actually brought judgment upon them. I can learn through that. Now, we live under a different covenant, and I will admit that for the New Testament believer, God's judgment isn't going to come upon me the way that it did some people in the Old Testament. And so I have to interpret things in the light of our new and better covenant that we have. And so it takes some understanding of Scripture and the difference between the Old Covenant and this new covenant that we live under. But if you can look at it through the right eyes, even though God's not going to judge me, I still open up a door to the devil. I still can stop the flow of God's power through me if I don't cooperate with Him and follow His leading. And there are tremendous things to learn through these scriptures. And so that's the reason that I'm teaching through the life of Elijah and showing the good things that he did, the bad things that he did, and how God USED HIM AND HOW THINGS COULD HAVE BEEN DIFFERENT, HOW THINGS CAN BE DIFFERENT WITH US. SO WE STARTED YESTERDAY. THE VERY FIRST MENTION OF ELIJAH IN SCRIPTURE IS 1 KINGS CHAPTER 17, VERSE 1, AND IT SAYS, AND ELIJAH THE TISHBITE, WHO IS OF THE INHABITANTS OF GILEAD, SAID UNTO AHAB, AS THE LORD GOD OF ISRAEL LIVETH, BEFORE WHOM I STAND, THERE SHALL NOT BE DEW NOR RAIN THESE YEARS, BUT ACCORDING TO MY WORD. BOY, THERE IS SO MUCH TO LEARN IN THIS ONE VERSE. DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE ARE LITERALLY DOZENS OF CHAPTERS THAT ARE WRITTEN THAT INCLUDE THE LIFE OF ELIJAH, AND I AM GOING TO SPEED UP ONCE WE GET INTO THIS. BUT IN THIS FIRST VERSE, THERE IS SO MUCH TO ALREADY LEARN. IT DOESN'T GIVE YOU REALLY VERY MUCH INFORMATION ABOUT ELIJAH. IT DIDN'T SHOW HIM GROWING UP. IT DIDN'T SHOW HIS BIRTH. IT DIDN'T SHOW HIS CHILDHOOD. HE JUST COMES ON THE SCENE TO THE MOST UNGODLY KING WHO HAD LIVED UP UNTIL THIS TIME, 
AND THEY HAD BEEN KILLING ALL OF THE PROPHETS OF GOD. THEY HAD TURNED THE ENTIRE NATION TOWARDS BAAL WORSHIP. THEY HAD uh, 850 PROPHETS OF BAAL AND OF THE GROVES THAT THEY FED AT THEIR EXPENSE EVERY DAY. THEY WERE TOTALLY UNGODLY. THEY HATED ANYBODY WHO WAS CONNECTED WITH THE TRUE GOD OF ISRAEL. AND YET THIS MAN, ELIJAH, JUST SHOWS UP WITH A WORD FROM GOD AND PRONOUNCES IT. I MEAN, AND HE could, he PUT HIS LIFE ON THE LINE. HE COULD HAVE BEEN KILLED FOR WHAT HE HAD DONE. THAT'S WHAT THEY'D BEEN DOING TO OTHER PROPHETS WAS KILLING THEM. AND YET HE WAS FEARLESS. AND SO HERE'S SOME OF THE THINGS THAT I LEARNED THROUGH THIS IS THAT THE WORD OF GOD... MAN, ONCE THE WORD OF GOD COMES ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU, IT IS THE MOST IMPORTANT THING. YOU KNOW, I, I HESITATE TO SAY THAT BECAUSE THAT'S EASY TO SAY, AND MOST PEOPLE, IT JUST... IT'S WASTED ON THEM. MOST PEOPLE HAVEN'T EXPERIENCED THIS. OVER IN THE BOOK OF uh, LUKE, CHAPTER 24, I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE TIME TO TURN OVER AND READ IT, BUT THIS IS AFTER THE RESURRECTION OF JESUS. TWO OF HIS DISCIPLES WERE WALKING ON THE ROAD TO EMMAUS, AND AS THEY WALKED ALONG, THEY WERE TALKING ABOUT THE RUMORS THAT THEY HAD HEARD ABOUT JESUS BEING RAISED FROM THE DEAD, BUT THEY WERE SAD, THINKING, HOW COULD THIS HAPPEN? AND INSTEAD OF REJOICING AT THIS, THEY WERE ACTUALLY IN DISBELIEF TALKING ABOUT HOW JESUS WAS DEAD, AND IT LOOKED LIKE ALL OF THEIR HOPES WERE DASHED. AND JESUS HIMSELF CAME AND WALKED WITH HIM, AND THEY DIDN'T EVEN RECOGNIZE HIM. THESE WERE PEOPLE WHO HAD SPENT OVER THREE YEARS WITH HIM. THEY SHOULD HAVE KNOWN HIM INTIMATELY, AND YET THEY DIDN'T RECOGNIZE HIM. BUT HE EXPOUNDED THE WORD TO THEM. HE TOLD THEM WHY THE MESSIAH HAD TO DIE FOR THE SINS OF THE WHOLE WORLD AND HOW IT WAS PROPHESIED THAT HE WOULD RISE AGAIN. AND ANYWAY, AS HE WENT IN AND ATE WITH THEM, AND HE TOOK THE FOOD AND BLESSED IT, THEY RECOGNIZED WHO JESUS WAS. AND AS SOON AS THEY RECOGNIZED HIM BY FAITH, WELL, THEN HE DISAPPEARED. HE WAS GONE. MAN, THERE'S A GREAT MESSAGE IN THAT. BUT ANYWAY, THE POINT I WAS WANTING TO GET TO IS AFTER uh, THEY RECOGNIZED WHO IT WAS, THEY SAID, DID NOT OUR HEART BURN WITHIN US WHILE HE WALKED WITH US AND OPENED UNTO US THE SCRIPTURES. I'M TELLING YOU, THE WORD OF GOD IS ALIVE AND POWERFUL. HEBREWS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 12 SAYS THAT. THE WORD OF GOD IS QUICK. THAT MEANS ALIVE AND POWERFUL. AND THE WORD OF GOD IS ALIVE. AND IF YOU EVER GET TO WHERE YOU'RE OPENED UP AND THE WORD OF GOD BEGINS TO START SPEAKING TO YOU, IT'LL BE LIKE THOSE DISCIPLES SAID. IT WAS LIKE uh, THE WORD BURNED ON THE INSIDE OF US. JEREMIAH SAID THE SAME THING IN JEREMIAH CHAPTER 20, VERSE 9. AND HE WAS A PROPHET TO A NATION THAT WAS IN APOSTASY, AND EVERY TIME HE SPOKE IN THE NAME OF THE LORD, HE SUFFERED FOR IT. AND HE SUFFERED SO MUCH THAT HE FINALLY SAYS, I'M NOT GOING TO TALK ANYMORE IN THE NAME OF THE LORD BECAUSE HE HATED THE REJECTION THAT CAME WITH IT. BUT HE SAID IN JEREMIAH CHAPTER 20, VERSE 9, HE SAYS, BUT HIS WORD WAS LIKE FIRE SHUT UP IN MY BONES, AND I, had to, I COULD NOT FORBEAR. I HAD TO SPEAK. AND SO JEREMIAH SAID IT WAS LIKE FIRE. IN JEREMIAH CHAPTER 5, VERSE 14, I BELIEVE IT IS, IT SAYS, BECAUSE YOU SPEAK THIS WORD, I WILL MAKE MY WORD IN YOUR MOUTH FIRE, AND THE PEOPLE WOULD, AND IT SHALL DEVOUR THEM. GOD SPOKE THAT TO ME DIRECTLY IN JANUARY OF 1973 AND TOLD ME THAT HIS WORD IN MY MOUTH WAS GOING TO BE FIRE. SO MY POINT IS THAT, Jerem that uh, ELIJAH RIGHT HERE, HE DIDN'T HAVE ANY INROAD TO THE KING THAT THE SCRIPTURE REVEALS. HE WASN'T uh, 
YOU KNOW, IN THE GOVERNMENT BEFORE AHAB CAME ALONG. THERE WAS NOTHING, BUT HE HAD THE WORD OF GOD. AND THE WORD OF GOD WAS BURNING ON THE INSIDE OF HIM, AND IT CAUSED HIM TO BE BOLD. I'M TELLING YOU, THIS IS ONE THING YOU CAN LEARN FROM ELIJAH. ELIJAH DIDN'T HAVE ANYTHING. HE DIDN'T HAVE ANYTHING IN THE NATURAL. HE WASN'T A PART OF THE ROYAL FAMILY. HE DIDN'T HAVE AN INROAD TO HIM, BUT HE HAD THE WORD OF GOD. AND THE WORD OF GOD PROMOTED HIM. THE WORD OF GOD GAVE HIM BOLDNESS. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'RE A WIMP. I'M SAYING THIS IN LOVE, BUT YOU ARE A WIMP. YOU WILL NOT STAND UP. YOU WILL NOT SPEAK THE WORD. YOU ARE PRAYING THAT GOD WOULD HELP YOU TO BE BOLD. HOW DO YOU DO IT? i TELL YOU HOW YOU DO IT. YOU GET INTO THE WORD OF GOD AND YOU START STUDYING IT. AND ONCE THE WORD OF GOD COMES ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU, IT'LL BE LIKE FIRE SHUT UP IN YOUR BONES. YOU CAN'T FORBEAR. YOU WILL HAVE TO SPEAK. AND IT WILL JUST LITERALLY SET YOU ON FIRE FOR GOD. THAT'S MY TESTIMONY. IT'S DONE THIS TO ME. I TELL YOU, THE WORD OF GOD JUST COMPELS ME TO STAND UP FOR THE TRUTH THAT HAS BEEN REVEALED. AND THERE ARE MANY OF YOU WATCHING THIS, AND I LOVE YOU, BUT YOU DON'T HAVE THE WORD OF GOD BURNING ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. THE WORD OF GOD ISN'T THAT IMPORTANT TO YOU. YOU WOULD RATHER WATCH A MOVIE. YOU'D RATHER READ A BOOK. YOU WOULD RATHER DO SOMETHING ELSE. THE WORD OF GOD ISN'T EXCITING TO YOU. AND I DON'T KNOW WHAT TO SAY TO YOU EXCEPT THAT YOU OUGHT TO COME AND TASTE AND SEE THAT THE LORD IS GOOD. YOU OUGHT TO, you ought to JUST TASTE. GET INTO THE WORD OF GOD AND BEGIN TO START STUDYING IT. IF YOU WOULD DO THIS, I GUARANTEE YOU, THE HOLY SPIRIT WANTS TO REVEAL THIS. THE WORD WANTS TO COME ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU MORE THAN YOU WANT IT. AND IF YOU WOULD GIVE GOD THE OPPORTUNITY, THIS WORD WOULD COME ALIVE, AND IT WOULD CAUSE YOU TO DO THINGS JUST LIKE ELIJAH RIGHT HERE, TO WALK UP TO THE VERY MAN WHO'S OUT TO KILL YOU AND JUST SAY, THUS SAITH THE LORD GOD OF ISRAEL, AND YOU SPEAK THE WORD OF GOD. IT WOULD EMPOWER YOU AROUND THE WATER COOLER TO STAND UP AND SPEAK THE TRUTH. YOU CAN DO IT IN LOVE, BUT it IT WOULD EMPOWER YOU, IT WOULD EMBOLDEN YOU TO GET UP AND START SPEAKING THE WORD OF GOD. I'M TELLING YOU, THE REASON SO MANY PEOPLE ARE SO TIMID AND SHY AND PASSIVE IS BECAUSE THE WORD OF GOD HAS NEVER COME ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU. And, BUT I CAN TRUTHFULLY SAY THAT THE WORD OF GOD LITERALLY DRIVES ME. WHEN I STUDY THE WORD OF GOD, IT JUST IGNITES SOMETHING ON THE INSIDE OF ME. I WISH I HAD BETTER WORDS TO EXPRESS THIS. AND I KNOW THAT THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THINKING, OH, I WISH THAT SOME... I WISH THAT THE WORD COULD BECOME ALIVE. TO ME, IT'S JUST WORDS ON A PAGE, AND THEY WERE WRITTEN THOUSANDS OF YEARS AGO, AND WHAT RELEVANCE DOES THAT HAVE TO US? I PITY YOU. I DON'T MEAN THAT IN A CONDEMNING WAY, I'm, BUT I'M SAYING YOU ARE MISSING ONE OF THE GREATEST THINGS. YOU KNOW, I HAVE BEEN BLESSED BY GOD. I HAVE SEEN MY SON RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN MY WIFE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN MULTIPLE PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN BLIND EYES OPEN. I'VE SEEN DEAF EARS OPEN. I'VE SEEN GOD PROVIDE FINANCIALLY. I'VE SEEN HIM PROVIDE, uh, YOU KNOW, A CAMPUS FOR US AND TOUCH PEOPLE. I've, I'VE SEEN WONDERFUL THINGS HAPPEN. BUT DID YOU KNOW BY FAR, I MEAN NO COMPETITION, THE GREATEST THING, THE THING THAT I GET THE MOST JOY FROM IS JUST HAVING THE WORD OF GOD COME ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF ME. AND I KNOW THAT SOME OF YOU THINK, THAT'S CRAZY. HOW COULD YOU SAY THAT? IT'S ABSOLUTELY TRUE. YOU KNOW, IF I JUST WANT TO ENJOY THE DAY, IF I DON'T HAVE ANYTHING TO DO AND I'M JUST WANTING TO HAVE A GREAT DAY, 
I'd do one of two things. The number one thing, I would sit and study the Word for 10, 15 hours a day, study it, and I mean, it just causes something to happen on the inside. I mean, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It lights a fire on the inside. That's one of the things I'll do, or I also love to get... I used to love to go uh, ride my horse and just pray and worship the Lord, but I got rid of my horses, and now I'll just get in my car and drive and listen to the Word of God or put on praise music and just worship the Lord. Those are the two things that I enjoy more than anything else in the world. I enjoy seeing physical results, but I'm telling you, there is something about the Word of God that will just transform your life. And many of you are listening to me give this testimony, but that's not your testimony. I'm telling you, you need to change your attitude. And somebody says, well, how would I get the Word of God to come alive like that? Well, it's like going to class. You gotta, you gotta show up. You gotta sit in class before there's a chance of you learning anything. You've gotta start reading the Bible before it can become, become revelation to you. You can't just take a little scripture here and there. People do this, and they do things, uh, you know, in a... I don't know, in a sporadic way. It's not systematic. You need to get into the Word of God. Matter of fact, we've got a Bible reading plan. This isn't something that I was prepared to offer, but hopefully my staff can go ahead and accommodate this at the end of the program. But we've got a Bible reading plan that we have for our students so that you read through the Bible in one year. And we could supply that as a free gift to you. And I would just challenge you to just take this and start reading it. And if you would give the Lord a chance, and if you would open up your heart and say, Oh, God, speak to me. I want what Andrew's talking about. I would love to have the Word of God burn on the inside of me like a fire that would give me so much boldness that I could overcome my fear of men and fear of rejection. And if you would just do that, I believe that God would give you the same experience that He's given me. I've heard hundreds, thousands of people come to me and talk about how that that's exactly the way it is with them. I don't believe that this is something just for me or for a few people. I believe that He wants to bring His Word into reality, make it come alive on the inside of every one of you. But you've got to give Him a chance. And the sad fact is, the majority of the people who are watching my program right now, you do not study the Word of God on a consistent basis. You don't do it systematically. You might open it every once in a while. You might do it when you get your back against the wall and are desperate looking for some help. But I'm telling you, the best time to build your house isn't when the storm is raging. It's during the calm when the sun's out and it's a bright, shiny, sunshine day. You need to take the Word of God before you're in trouble and just get to where you study it. And, and if the Word ever starts coming alive to you, it will cause the same response in you that it did in Elijah right here. It just... The Word of God was living on the inside of him, and because of it, he walked up to a man who was killing anybody who identified with the Lord. And he spoke and said, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel. And it gave him a boldness, too. Notice also, he says that there isn't going to be dew or rain for these years, but according to my word. Some people think that's arrogance. Some people think, well, who do you think you are that you could stand here and say this? See, people that don't have the Word of God living on the inside of them, 
WELL, THEN THEY LOOK AT THEMSELVES AS WHAT MAKES MY OPINION BETTER THAN ANYBODY ELSE'S OPINION. AND THIS IS TRUTH FOR ME, BUT IT MAY NOT BE TRUTH FOR YOU. THIS IS WHERE OUR SOCIETY LIVES TODAY. THERE ARE NO ABSOLUTES. BUT WHEN YOU GET INTO THE WORD OF GOD, AND ONCE GOD QUICKENS HIS WORD TO YOU, I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU WILL START BEING ABSOLUTE ABOUT SOME THINGS. AND THERE ARE MANY OF YOU WATCHING THIS THAT YOU'VE BEEN SO BRAINWASHED BY OUR SOCIETY THAT YOU THINK THERE ARE NO ABSOLUTE TRUTHS. IT VARIES FROM PERSON TO PERSON. NO, THERE ARE ABSOLUTES. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, IT WILL GIVE YOU THIS KIND OF CONFIDENCE THAT THE WORLD WILL INTERPRET AS ARROGANCE, SAYING, HOW ARROGANT ARE YOU TO SAY THAT IT'S NOT GOING TO HAVE DEW OR RAIN UNTIL YOU SAY SO? ONCE YOU ESTABLISH A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, ONCE YOU BEGIN TO START SEEING THE WORD OF GOD WORKING IN YOUR LIFE, IT'LL GIVE YOU A CONFIDENCE. PROVERBS CHAPTER 28, VERSE 1 SAYS, THE RIGHTEOUS ARE BOLD AS A LION. THE FIRST PART OF THAT SAYS, THE WICKED FLEE WHEN THERE'S NO MAN WITHOUT. IN OTHER WORDS, THE WICKED, PEOPLE THAT DON'T KNOW GOD, PEOPLE THAT DON'T HAVE AN ANCHOR, THEY DON'T HAVE THE STABILITY OF THE TRUTH OF GOD'S WORD IN THEIR LIFE, THEY'RE AFRAID OF EVERYTHING, AND THEY'LL FLEE WHEN THERE'S NOT EVEN A REASON TO FLEE. BUT THE RIGHTEOUS WILL BE BOLD AS A LION. MAN, WHEN YOU GET THE WORD OF GOD AND YOU HAVE GOD QUICKEN IT TO YOU AND YOU HAVE THIS INNER WITNESS TO THESE TRUTHS THAT ARE SPOKEN, IT GIVES YOU A BOLDNESS THAT'LL MAKE YOU BOLD AS A LION. IT'LL MAKE YOU JUST LIKE ELIJAH RIGHT HERE WHERE HE SAYS, NOTHING'S GOING TO HAPPEN BUT ACCORDING TO MY WORD. LET ME READ THIS TO YOU OUT OF DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 11. AND IN VERSE 16 IT SAYS, TAKE HEED TO YOURSELVES THAT YOUR HEART BE NOT DECEIVED, AND YE TURN ASIDE AND SERVE OTHER GODS AND WORSHIP THEM. AND THEN THE LORD'S WRATH BE KINDLED AGAINST YOU, AND HE SHUT UP THE HEAVEN THAT THERE BE NO RAIN, AND THAT THE LAND YIELD NOT OUR FRUIT, AND LEST YE PERISH QUICKLY FROM OFF THE GOOD LAND WHICH THE LORD GIVETH YOU. THE REASON I'M SHARING THIS IS TO SAY THAT, YOU KNOW, THAT THIS WAS PROPHESIED. THIS WAS MOSES THAT WAS SPEAKING THIS, AND MOSES WAS TALKING TO THE ISRAELITES, SAYING, WHEN YOU ENTER INTO THE LAND, AND ONCE YOU GET ESTABLISHED, AND ONCE YOU HAVE KINGS, AND ALL OF THESE THINGS HAPPEN, YOU NEED TO MAKE SURE THAT YOU COMMIT YOURSELF TO GOD, AND YOU CONTINUE TO SERVE HIM, BECAUSE IF YOU DON'T, WELL, THEN THE LORD IS GOING TO SEND DROUGHT, AND THERE WILL BE FAMINE UNTIL YOU PERISH FROM OFF THE LAND. WELL, DURING THE TIME OF ELIJAH, THE PEOPLE HAD REJECTED THE LORD. AND YOU KNOW WHAT I BELIEVE WAS HAPPENING? ELIJAH JUST KNEW THESE SCRIPTURES. ELIJAH WAS DOING NOTHING EXCEPT TAKING THE TRUTH OF THE WORD OF GOD THAT HAD BEEN SPOKEN HUNDREDS OF YEARS BEFORE. YOU KNOW, WHEN SOLOMON CAME ALONG, HE BEGAN TO BUILD THE TEMPLE 400, I FORGET THE EXACT NUMBER, IT'S OVER IN, I BELIEVE, 1 KINGS CHAPTER 6, BUT IT'S AROUND 400 AND SOMETHING, 430 YEARS AFTER THEY HAD COME OUT OF THE LAND OF EGYPT. WELL, NOW, THIS WAS AFTER THE TIME OF SOLOMON, SO THIS WAS AT LEAST SOMEWHERE AROUND 500 OR MORE YEARS AFTER THE TIME THAT MOSES HAD SPOKEN THIS, BUT THE PEOPLE WERE ENTERING INTO THIS REJECTION OF THE LORD, AND BECAUSE OF IT, YOU KNOW WHAT ELIJAH DID? THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT NECESSARILY GOD GAVE HIM UNIQUE THAT WAS JUST SPOKEN TO HIM. HE WAS JUST TAKING THE WORD OF GOD THAT WAS WRITTEN, GOD HAD QUICKENED IT TO HIM. IT BECAME ALIVE ON THE INSIDE OF HIM. AND ELIJAH JUST WALKED UP TO KING AHAB AND BEGAN TO START SPEAKING THE TRUTHS THAT WERE IN THE WRITTEN, REVEALED WORD OF GOD. NOW, THAT'S IMPORTANT BECAUSE SOMETIMES WHEN PEOPLE READ THINGS LIKE THIS AND THEY THINK, WELL, I WISH GOD WOULD SPEAK TO ME AND GIVE ME A WORD SO THAT I COULD MAKE A DIFFERENCE IN MY SOCIETY. HE'S GIVEN YOU MILLIONS OF WORDS, MILLIONS. BUT THE PROBLEM IS 
THAT WE DON'T RECOGNIZE IT. IT WASN'T THAT ELIJAH HAD SOMETHING THAT WAS UNIQUE OR SPECIAL ONLY TO HIM. HE WAS TAKING THE WRITTEN WORD OF GOD AND GOD HAD QUICKENED IT UNTO HIM AND HE WAS JUST ON FIRE WITH THIS WORD AND HE WENT AND SPOKE TO THE KING. HERE HE WAS, A NOBODY. PEOPLE THAT WERE... HE WAS A PROPHET, BUT HE WAS... THE PROPHETS WERE BEING TOTALLY REJECTED BY AHAB AND JEZEBEL, AND HE WALKED UP TO PEOPLE THAT DID NOT HONOR WHAT HE WAS SAYING, DID NOT HONOR HIS GOD, BUT THE WORD OF GOD WAS REAL AND ALIVE TO HIM, AND HE WENT UP AND SPOKE IT, AND BECAUSE OF IT BECAME ACTUALLY THE RULER OF THE ENTIRE NATION. DID YOU KNOW THAT YOU AND I HAVE WORDS TODAY? YOU HAVE WORDS FROM GOD. WE'VE GOT TRUTH FROM GOD. BUT MANY PEOPLE TODAY AREN'T PUTTING FAITH IN IT. IT SAYS IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 4, VERSE 2, IT SAYS, THE WORD PREACHED UNTO THEM DID NOT PROFIT THEM NOT BEING MIXED WITH FAITH IN THEM THAT HEARD IT. FOR THE WORD OF GOD TO RELEASE ITS POWER, YOU'VE GOT TO BELIEVE IT. THERE HAS TO BE FAITH PUT IN IT. AND WE HAVE WORDS FROM GOD. YOU KNOW, IF YOU ARE BORN AGAIN, IF YOU HAVE ASKED JESUS, TO COME INTO YOUR HEART. YOU'VE REPENTED OF YOUR SINS, AND IF YOU'VE RECEIVED YOUR SALVATION SO THAT JESUS SAID YOU ARE BORN AGAIN, WELL, THEN YOU HAVE A WORD FROM GOD THAT THE VAST MAJORITY OF PEOPLE AROUND YOU DON'T HAVE. YOU HAVE TRUTH AND REVELATION ABOUT YOUR ETERNAL DESTINY. YOU'RE HEADED TO HEAVEN INSTEAD OF TO HELL. YOU'VE GOT A REVELATION OF GOD. YOU'VE GOT A WORD FROM GOD. BUT IS IT LIVING? IS IT ON FIRE ON THE INSIDE OF YOU? ARE YOU CONFIDENT OF IT SO THAT LIKE ELIJAH, YOU COULD SAY IT'S GOING TO HAPPEN ACCORDING TO THESE TRUTHS THAT I HAVE? AND THE SAD FACT IS THERE'S PEOPLE WHO ARE BORN AGAIN WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU AREN'T... YOU AREN'T AS COMMITTED TO WHAT YOU BELIEVE AS PEOPLE WHO DON'T EVEN BELIEVE THE WORD OF GOD, WHO ARE GOD-HATERS, WHO ARE PROMOTING HOMOSEXUALITY, TRANSGENDERISM, ADULTERY, LYING, STEALING. THEY ARE MORE CONFIDENT AND MORE COMMITTED TO WHAT THEY BELIEVE THAN WHAT YOU ARE. I'M NOT SAYING THAT TO CRITICIZE YOU, BUT I'M SAYING THE WORD OF GOD DOESN'T PROFIT YOU UNLESS YOU BELIEVE IT. YOU GOT TO MIX IT WITH FAITH. YOU'VE GOT A WORD FROM GOD. THERE ARE MANY OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM WHO HAVE GONE EVEN BEYOND JUST BEING BORN AGAIN, AND YOU HAVE ALSO RECEIVED THE BAPTISM OF THE HOLY SPIRIT. YOU SPEAK IN TONGUES, WHICH JUST OPENED YOU UP TO THE SUPERNATURAL POWER OF GOD AND THE GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT. AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'VE GOT THE VAST MAJORITY OF PEOPLE THAT YOU WILL MEET ON THE STREET TODAY, THAT YOU WILL MEET ON YOUR JOB, THAT YOU WILL MEET uh, YOU KNOW, IN YOUR NEIGHBORHOODS AND IN THE THINGS THAT YOU DO. THE VAST MAJORITY OF THOSE PEOPLE DON'T KNOW ABOUT THE JOY OF HAVING THE MINISTRY OF THE HOLY SPIRIT AND THESE GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT AND ALL OF THESE THINGS. YOU'VE GOT A TRUTH. YOU'VE GOT A REVELATION FROM THE WORD OF GOD. YOUR OPINION ABOUT THINGS IS BETTER THAN OTHER PEOPLE'S OPINION BECAUSE YOU HAVE RECEIVED THESE TRUTHS AND THE VAST MAJORITY OF PEOPLE HAVEN'T. AND YET, NOT EVERYBODY IS CONVINCED OF THAT. NOT EVERYBODY PUTS FAITH IN IT. YOU NEED TO MEDITATE ON THESE THINGS TO SAY THAT, WELL, I WISH GOD WOULD SPEAK A WORD TO ME. IF YOU'RE BORN AGAIN, YOU'VE GOT A WORD. IF YOU'RE BAPTIZED IN THE HOLY SPIRIT AND HAVE THE GIFTS OF THE HOLY SPIRIT, YOU'VE GOT A WORD FROM GOD. IT'S NOT THAT WE DON'T HAVE THINGS THAT WE NEED. IT'S THAT WE AREN'T LETTING THIS WORD DOMINATE US. WE SPEND MORE TIME IN THE LIGHT OF OUR TV THAN WE DO IN THE LIGHT OF GOD'S WORD. THAT'S NOT HELPFUL. MAN, I'M TELLING YOU, THIS INSPIRES ME. ELIJAH WAS JUST A MAN. MATTER OF FACT, IT EVEN SAYS THIS OVER IN THE BOOK OF JAMES. ELIJAH WAS A MAN SUBJECT TO LIKE PASSIONS AS WE ARE, AND YET HE PRAYED ONE TIME THAT IT MIGHT NOT RAIN. IT DIDN'T RAIN FOR THREE YEARS AND SIX MONTHS. HE PRAYED AGAIN, AND THE HEAVENS GAVE ITS RAIN. 
He, it says that he was just like us. He was a man of like passions, and yet this man went on and wound up being caught up into heaven in a whirlwind and never even died. The Word of God will do that in you if you will let it. AGAIN, I WANT TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO PLEASE GET THIS BOOK. I HAVE IT IN ENGLISH AND SPANISH. I HAVE CD'S, DVD'S, AND A STUDY GUIDE. AND TODAY I MENTIONED THAT WE HAVE A READING GUIDE, A BIBLE READING PLAN THAT WE USE IN OUR BIBLE COLLEGE. I'LL MAKE THAT A FREE GIFT TO ANYBODY WHO WILL CALL IN AND RECEIVE THAT. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AS HE GIVES YOU ALL OF THIS INFORMATION. AND PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY TO RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS. AND JOIN ME AGAIN TOMORROW FOR THE GOSPEL TRUTH. Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah is available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. You can get these products as part of the Lessons package, which includes two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David and three albums in your choice of either CD or DVD. Lessons from Elijah, Lessons from David, and Lessons from Joseph. These teachings will give you the chance to learn from the successes and mistakes of three very powerful, but very human men of God. The Lessons Package has a catalog value of $135, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $95. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. Today, Andrew's book, Lessons from Elijah, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. On today's broadcast, Andrew mentioned his Karis Bible College daily Bible reading plan. You can get it today free of charge when you go to awmi.net and click on today's TV offer. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how your partnership with Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College is raising disciples who are spreading the gospel around the world. Disciples like Jason and Sarah Lucas, full-time missionaries who are reaching the Northern Arapaho people of Wyoming with the message of God's unconditional love and grace. Right here in our backyards, you've got a hurting, broken, lost people. You're talking about 3% claim to be born again on this reservation. And I just remember the Lord saying one time to me, I've not forgotten them and I've not forsaken them. Our heart is show them the love of Jesus, show them the freedom of Jesus, show them that they can live this life still having their culture, but knowing who their father is, knowing Jesus. 
Thank you, friends and partners, for enabling us to take this message to other cultures. To see the Lucas family destiny story, go to awmi.net today. When I went to Men's Advance, just being in the room with lots of men of God is so powerful. You can't help but just feel just the power in the room. That's my favorite thing, the fellowship, to have uh, so many men lift up their hands and praise God. To me, it's that passion that gets reignited. Anytime that you're around a group of guys, man, it's where you have great speakers, men come together, where they get inspired uh, to be the men that God created them to be, husbands, fathers, sons. It's pretty powerful.